Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur, and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business, and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome, welcome, welcome. If you are joining me live, I think it's very important. I normally don't give the date of a show because my shows have been on for 11 years and you can listen to them whenever. Uh, This one is kind of important. It's now April 8th, 2020. Uh, Somebody says it's the 100 days that changed our lives. Well, that's crazy true. And on today's show, I've got some very special guests. We're going to talk about perseverance. That's a very, very important word. There are many people listening to this who have never had anything bad happen to them. And all of a sudden, they're shocked. They have to stay at home. They have to only shop once a week. They, um, they're not making money. They're not seeing their friends on Friday night. And they're an absolute shock. For those of us who've always been an introvert, which I am, I had a weird feeling. Uh, you know, I wake up every day and go, oh, I have to go to the gym. Well, I woke up today and going, huh, I can't go to the gym even if I wanted to. There's something that's kind of an irony to that. For me, going to parties sometimes is hard. I'm like, oh, it's Friday night. I'm supposed to go out and not happening right now. And so I'm not feeling the same frustration with that that I think a lot of my friends are feeling. They're very, very, very social. And they're coming to grips, I think, and maybe we all are, with what does it mean to be social? I don't drink. I don't drink alcohol at all. And part of the thing is when you go out, there's always a lot of drinking. And in fact, I tell my kids who are now 17, I have 17 year old twins. Uh, I, I, could, I couldn't drink from the time I was very young. I have a weird sugar imbalance. I think it was, what do they call it? Not hypertension, but um, hypothyroid, whatever. And I would have a little bit of sugar and I would go crazy, which a lot of young kids are doing and then misdiagnosed as ADH. But that's another conversation. I'm not going to go into that today and how bad sugar is anyway. Well, alcohol is massive sugar, right? So in college, uh, it became a bit of an issue because there's this thing called peer pressure. Yeah, that's where other people think they need to put their bullshit on you. And I was always an anti kind of person like that, but you also wanted to fit in, right? Here I am, this young girl. In fact, I went to college, I was 16 years old. And I, and I tell my kids a story, true story. I would get a dark bottle of beer. Someone would order me a beer. It was a big thing. By the way, I've never really tasted a beer. I had one little whiff of it. I just personally think it's disgusting. That's me, right? And I would go to the bathroom, I would dump it out, and I would fill it with water. And then I would nurse this dark bottle of water all throughout the night. And it made it look like I was having fun. I was having fun anyway, right? That was one of my little secret tricks to staying sober. Now, I will share with you, because I like to be very transparent on the show, I did actually at 19 get drunk once by accident. And that reminded me how much I hate alcohol. I was doing like a student movie. It wasn't going well. I had the lead role and I was also like the producer. And there was this punch. And I remember taking a couple of big swigs of punch thinking it was punch. Never dawned on me the punch was spiked and severely spiked. By the third cup of this, I am like out of my head. Uh, Well, I um, luckily discovered... uh, my girlfriend actually probably saved me from being taken somewhere by the entire football team. I got very amorous when I drank. And uh, all I know is they walked me to my dorm room and I woke up the following day. There were giant pictures of me like throwing up, hanging off my bed. It was disgusting. And I pretty much vowed at 
that moment at 19 that I was never going to drink again because it was disgusting and horrible. And I haven't. Um, so there you go. Anyway, the point, why did I say about the point about, oh, so going out socially, there's always this, you know, this thing about drinking and people are, oh, you know, you don't drink. It's like, please don't hassle me. I can nurse a, a seltzer water and a thing of lime all night long and be very happy. Um, but I don't like being around drunk people. So now when you're at home, nobody here drinks either. It's kind of funny. So I would love you to comment and, and think about what is it that's changed in your life for the good and for the bad. I do have a very dear friend of mine being my first guest. Her name is Karina. Karina, you can share your video because I can see you on Facebook. And I'd love to see your beautiful face. Karina and I met in the gym. Uh, I approached her as I have been known to do to very good looking people in the gym. That's how you think I got my Joshua. No. Um, she has the most amazing arms. Literally, I would say of all the women I've worked with, I worked with a woman named Brianna when I first started my Spin Gym product. And I'm a huge fan. When you have a woman who's got sexy sculpted arms from the shoulder with that little deltoid cap and that really nice, and I'm not the only one. This country went nuts. When Michelle Obama rocked that little sleeveless dress, this country went nuts, right? And so I have devoted a good portion of my life to my portable spin gym, which many of you know, and it's about designing sculpted arms. So Karina just informed me that she's driving, but she's been nice enough to join us. Can you unmute so I can at least hear you, my girl? Um, and I can talk to you in the car, if you don't mind, if your hand's free. Oh. Are you there? Can you hear me okay? I can hear you Hello? just fine. All right, great. I can always change to other um, headphones because I these sometimes cut out. Just and let me know and I'll fact, change to some better ones if you Yeah, they, they are in fact cutting out. I need a little better headphone. My guys are crazy because we do them on the radio. So you switch that okay. and I'll keep up. Yeah, give me, yeah, yeah absolutely. So okay, cool. One of the things that we've all learned through this journey, and when you come to the Forbes Factor podcast radio show, we talk about health, wealth, and happiness. Obviously, we've come to understand that your health is your wealth. Uh, I've never mistaken that. I've always strived to be healthy. However, I've messed up a couple of times. That's one of the reasons I do shows like this is because I, I succumbed to stress. I'm a stress monster. I don't know, maybe it's for being a perfectionist, maybe it's for trying too hard, giving too much. But I ended up with a kidney stone from not drinking enough water, eating too much protein, and I almost died in the hospital. They uh, couldn't diagnose this for about eight hours. They tried all these different tests in the middle of the night, finally figured out it was an emergency surgery, did all that. And then because we let it go so long, it got septic. And I spent 10 days in a life and death situation, amped up on antibiotics. Well, the crazy thing about that, they saved my life. And thank you to the doctors in New York City, New York City Hospital, who were brilliant uh, and who are still fighting an amazing fight for a lot of people. But because of the antibiotics, it ate away my stomach lining. And the following year, I was in the hospital again, uh, facing cancer of the stomach. And uh, I am fine. Um, but I will tell you, you don't want to be in a hospital. So, Miss Karina, are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? I, I can. What is it? Why do you stress, uh, not stress, why do you focus so much on health and fitness? Oh, my gosh. I think, well, you... You just touched on one area that is so important. So, you know, building resiliency in your body. So from a deep cellular level, being able to have this body that has so many shields up. So, I mean, in, in a pandemic like this, 
when you have a strong, healthy body where your immune system is so important, not to say, I'm not saying to be arrogant, right? I'm not one of these that's out there like, oh yeah, I, I'm so, my immune system's so strong, so I could beat COVID. No, 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 no. Please do not misunderstand me. But but health and fitness is so important from a health perspective, right? So my business partner, similar, I mean, not similar health, health, um, health, like the actual event, but, but he had a heart event in my class, actually, my fitness class, he dropped, he collapsed from a heart, um, had a heart, uh, he had a heart attack, not exertion. It was just a congenital heart issue and he died essentially in class and we revived him but the doctors were amazed at how quickly his body bounced back right so we resuscitated him and he was out of the hospital with a stint in less than 12 hours right unheard of and how quickly his body healed so those shields right so when you are living a healthy in a sustainable way so my my philosophy is very, it's all about sustainability and it's not, it's not one size fits all, but figuring out your simple system that sticks, right? So we all have such different lives. We have different bodies, different tastes, different, I mean, and you have to figure out what works for you from a sustainability perspective. Um, but, but figuring out what's enjoyable to you, um, what fits in your schedule, but so you can have those shields up because, things are going to happen. You know, I had another client that, that was in her eighties, but had built up such a strong core. They were on a cruise ship, right. And the cruise rocked in such a way that her, she jerked. And like the, the, in a way that the doctor said, if she hadn't built up such a strong core, she would have had to have a hip replacement. And we could think of all sorts of times where if you, if your body is not resilient, you are going to be so much more susceptible to all sorts of issues and diseases, but I'm also really big on health and fitness um, from uh, like, they, they don't talk about it as much for um, to help reduce inflammation. And I believe that inflammation is the number one cause of diseases that they don't talk about. You know, they talk, always trying to pinpoint it on something else, but if we don't really focus on, on reducing inflammation, um, if our body is in a constant state of inflammation, that is the cause of disease. So, well, you know, for, it's funny because you know, I've, I've spent time, we work out every day at noon on Zoom. If you want to go to yeah. Fit Club, it's been a lot of fun. But I just want to say something interesting that I'm disappointed about the way this whole situation has been handled is they have frightened all of us around the world and told us not much more than stay home, don't go out. But there is not an outlet or a national platform that says, hey, guys, while you're stuck at home, let me help you understand how best to build this immune system. What type of vitamins and nutrition? What kind of food are you eating? Focusing on the bad junk food, which you can get a lot of and make yourself sick doing that. We don't focus on the fact that heart disease far out kills, literally kills 600,000 people a year. We're not focused on that at all. And then, and I'm going to call them out because I'm very angry at Kentucky Fried Chicken because they are promoting a fried chicken sandwich between two donuts. And I am livid about this. I made a post about it and people said to me, oh, well, people can do whatever they want. I'm like, no, apparently if the government tells you to stay home, you do it. The government 
thought it was okay to say, hey guys, let me make it illegal to eat foods that will kill you. I mean, you yep. can still buy a package of cigarettes, and people do, and I'm sure we don't want, you know, we don't want our guns regulated. God forbid you regulate my cigarettes, but these things kill people, and we don't have conversations about them. So I'm a little confused by this whole thing that's gone out. And um, we're not necessarily making people healthier, but we are promoting vaccines. Hmm. Your thoughts on that? I I could not agree more. And I think that there's not enough stress on, uh, I mean, there's not enough, like, the, the sensationalism, the, I mean, the sensationalism of the media, for example, that right there is such a stressor, you know, and you mentioned it yesterday, which was so powerful, which is, you know, not not tuning into the news so much, right? So every time we're scrolling or every time we're, we're tuning in and, and not to say we could, we must stay informed, we have, you know, and everyone needs to be, be staying informed at their own level. But if, if we are not, not paying attention to staying healthy, right? So stay home, but stay healthy. That should be the initiative, not just stay home, stay home, just like you said, right? So stay home with this fear. It's like the fear, let's build fear, let's build fear. And the I, I absolutely agree. Like I've always been in the same boat of saying, why are we not, why are we not regulating food companies and making them more responsible because how can it be legal to allow a restaurant to have one menu item that is 2000 calories which is the the for most people the daily recommendation or above the daily recommendation for calories that's just so sad that that's allowed and it's just um it's a really it's it's layers upon layers but from a perspective of of what should be we should be focusing on absolutely we should be focusing on what to do while you're home staying healthy keeping your stress levels low trying to bring joy to every moment of your day so you can be de-stressing your body and that will keep your immune system healthy you know not being in this fear state because fear is just causing inflammation to your body yeah, which is taxing as we're saying this you know as we're saying this i'm going to get a little more angry and see what i can do to make a difference because I will tell you, as I listen to Fauci stand up there and Trump stand up there every day or every hour or wherever I happen to tune in, there is no minister of health. There's a minister of fear. There's a minister of disease or whatever it is. But we take no pride in helping our people. We just really don't. And I'm, I'm actually going to get a little angry about this. I hadn't really thought about it until just this moment. Because there is nothing, and it's not about tuning into positive. Apparently, no positive doesn't sell, right? Good news, nope. if it bleeds, it leads, right? Mm -hmm. You're right. Well, I got to say, we're about to take a break in a couple of minutes, and I'm going to introduce a woman who is going to be the focus of positivity. She has a book called Go For It, A Woman's Guide to Perseverance. And I'm very excited. Karina, if you can stick around, I know you've got somewhere to go, but if you can be part of this conversation, I would love that. Uh, my friends on Facebook and Instagram, thank you for staying tuned. Um, we're focused on the matters at hand and what's going on in this country, because this is, dare I say, and I'm not saying it for anybody who's sick and gosh, for our health workers who are stressed to the max, but this will be one of the greatest times in your life. This is a time when the universe said, I'm going to reset. I'm going to make you stay in your home. I'm going to make you think about your person. 
I'm going to shift your way of making money, your way of thinking. And my prayer is that we create it for a level of positive. And I don't think that that is happening from the government per se. They have their hands full. I understand that. Uh, I don't run the country. I don't want to. Um, But I do get to be a voice of reason, a voice of sanity, a voice of, I mean, I'm turning a very, very big number this year. Actually, in in about 20 days, I'm turning 60 years old. Uh, Wow, that's just a big number to say. I don't feel it. I don't look it. I don't want to be, I do want to be it. It's confusing. Um, But how do you get to be happy and healthy and wealthy? I know. Uh, Karina, what is your hope for everybody? You've got about a minute before I take a break. Oh, wait, I didn't mean to. My hope for everyone? Well, I think it's a day-to-day, minute-by-minute thing, right? So my hope for everyone is that they're aiming, you know, going back to kind of what I was saying, is that take it minute-by-minute and really try to breathe, take, take deep breaths, and try to be staying in a calm, peaceful state as much as possible. It's okay to get angry. It's okay to, but, but bring it back down because that's how you're going to stay healthy. Exercise, eat right, all the things. Ms. Karina, I love you and adore you. I will talk to you later. Thank you for talk joining to you me. Talk soon. Yeah. Mwah. All right, guys, come back, come back. I've got the leader, the inspiration, the woman behind Perseverance, whose motto is just go for it. Don't go away. My name is Forbes Riley. You're listening to The Forbes Factor, health, wealth, and happiness. We'll be right back. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight-toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. 
To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Forbes Factor. I was just having a conversation with some of my guests <coughs> about the fact that, you know, I've forever been a preacher. I preach that life happens for you, not to you. Good things will happen to you. Bad things will happen to you. Everything will happen to you. The judge of who you are is how you handle it, how you approach it. And this has got to be one of the greatest times in our lives to put that into action. We're all dealing with whatever we're dealing with. You can perceive it as good, bad, or indifferent. And I'm going to share something with you. This is, I want you to listen very carefully to this. It is okay to be happy, to be freakishly adorable, jump up and down, smile, and laugh from ear to ear. I would say that's easier to do if you're not in a respirator, if you're not sick. But outside of that, you should be happy. Now, why? Well, because coronavirus hates happy people. It steers away from happy people. Oh, no, no, you're too happy. I don't want to be around you. Think about it. You get miserable. You get stressed. You go, oh, I want to feed on that. And this thing feeds on energy. It feeds on negativity. And I got to tell you, it's hard for some people to stay positive because we have survivor guilt. Oh, although people are dying, how can I be happy? You got to listen to this. It's very important. People dying every day. I looked up these numbers because I had to understand in my head, 7,000 people in the U.S. die every day of something. We don't report on all that. Right now, we're making this the big, big news. And things that we're not hearing, and this is important, and my next guest has actually been in government, maybe she'll address some of this, but they're now leaking out to us that many of the people who are sick or dying might have underlying conditions, a condition like diabetes, a condition like hypertension, high blood pressure, surgery, cancer. These things are already immune system compromising. You know, we weren't focused on all of that about how important that is. But do you know the number one killer in this country? It's not coronavirus. It's heart disease every day, three to one. But no one's talking about how bad heart disease is and how horrible you should stay away from the fried chicken or the soda or the this or the that, because those are put out by big businesses that don't want you to hear that. Now, is this a little controversial? Yeah, but it actually it's really common sense. And that's what I'm all about. I don't take a side on either one, except that you should live a healthful, happy life. So please, right now, do me a favor, smile. Just go smile from ear to ear. Just with a big freaking ridiculous smile on your face and go, ha, 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 And I'm doing that because when you smile and you giggle, your body feels it. And it's a ripple effect. I've been doing this for years. I've been through the murder of a child that I raised, death of both my parents. I've been through some really bad, up close and personal moments and I'm choosing to be happy. My question for the rest of the show is, are you choosing to be happy? Mm-hmm. With that, something's gonna make me very happy. I wanna introduce Ms. <laughs> Joe House. She is the author of Got It, A Woman's Guide to Perseverance. She is a very happy person, I think. Yes, Ms. <laughs> Joe, welcome to the show. Thank you, and actually the name of my book is Go For It, A Woman's Guide to Perseverance. Oh, what did I say? You said got it, but that's all right. Oh, that's funny. I wrote it shorthand on my piece of paper right here. So God, it sounds good, but go for it's even better. I, I totally understand. Trust me. I get it. So, and you know, the same thing, I'm happy and a lot of people around me are not, are not happy, but you know what? We woke up today. We're alive. We're, you know, and so why not be happy? That's what I think. And to be honest with you, when you said I have been in politics, I've been, in, I was in politics for eight years at my city level and I don't watch the news. 
I, what I found was a couple of weeks ago, I started getting engulfed in the news. I'm like, nope, mm -mm -mm, turn it off. Got to go. Because what happens is I was getting tired of the, the lead person coming on saying breaking news. Well, after a while, this is not breaking news. Okay. So, but in politics, or if you sit, you know, wherever you are, there's so much more to the story than what they can portray. And then people take on different stances on it and stuff like that. Whereas when you're in the back corner, you want to be able to tell everybody everything, but yet you can't because first of all, they wouldn't understand it if they weren't, you know, solely involved, but also you have to kind of take bits and pieces and just go with it and go with what you believe. So that's kind of how I stand on the political part of it. It has, it was a wonderful experience for me. I'm glad I did it. And I walked away as vice president of the council and it was, um, it was really, of course, it was all before all this happened, but I jumped off council a year ago. I was on for eight years. So now why, what is it in your background that led you? Cause I was a political science major mm -hmm. uh, and I definitely thought I would be a lawyer and elected official at some point. Cause that really interested me changing policy. And then something happened to me when I was young and I realized that nobody knew the name of my local congressman, but everybody knew Jane Fonda's name. And when she spoke good or bad, it's not about her positioning, but that right. she or anyone famous had even more clout because nobody could even name the elected officials. And I thought, ah, this level of fame has a level of power to it. Yes, it does. And, You're right. and obviously influence. And then, you know, 30 years later, we have influencers. Yep. So I, it's kind of interesting, right? Yeah. So what drove you to politics? You know, it was really totally out of the blue. I had no interest in politics. However, I remember being young and my my family arguing back and forth between the Republicans and the Democrats. And we lived right by the capital of our state. And so I'd play on the governor's mansion lawn. So ironically enough, that all kind of came back to me. And when I was little, I actually wanted to be an actress, <laughs> of all things. And I, I never got to be. Well, somebody came to me, actually, it was right after, about six months after my husband passed away and said, you know, you should really run for city council. I'm like, hmm, no, mm -mm, I have no idea what that is. I mean, I knew what it was. But, you know, to be honest with you, I was kind of tired of the all guy syndrome on politics. Now, ours was not so much that, but there was a lot of it that was. So I went and sat in on some city council meetings and lo and behold, I ran. I ran unopposed. Both times when I ran, I ran unopposed because our terms were four years. So it was really a great experience. And I'm really glad that I did it. And I learned a lot about my city, about the state, about the county and how it operates. We're going to go completely non-official here, sure. but I haven't had anybody in government, although I did help Barbara Boxer get elected in 1991, and she served as a state oh. senator for 24 years. Nice. So I got to be up close and personal to her. Her daughter married Hillary Clinton's brother while they were in office, which I, was a very nice to have a little bit of insight to some of that, oh, yeah, but I didn't, I didn't work there. So maybe you have a different perspective about what's going on. Mm -hmm. I do. Um, but also, again, I really don't watch the news. I, I just try to eliminate a lot of that. I did a couple of weeks ago and I, I feel like I was so engulfed. I will watch my local mayor and I will watch our governor, but that's about all I watch because that's local to me. But what I have heard, you know, I've heard all the negative. And then I heard one of the TV stations actually used Italy's footage for some stuff that was going on in New York. And I'm like, oh, it's like ratings, you know, it's, just drives me crazy. But I also understand that's what they have to do. That's how they get their listenership. I get it. Um, from the political part of it, I kind of take a stance that 
um, more independent wise, just because I get what they're trying to do and I get what they're not trying to do. And I know that's pretty vague, but it really is. I understand it just because when we would try to explain stuff to people, they wouldn't grasp it right away and they'd jump right to their own conclusions, which is why we're Americans. We can do that. But also it was hard to explain to some people about it. Social media made it tough, way worse. Social media just made it way worse. And granted, free speech, I understand that. But until you're actually in the thralls of it and in the meetings and going to, you know, really just like you would your own work until like, I wouldn't know how to do somebody's work unless I was in the trenches with it. Right. Same thing with government. Well, I, I wouldn't, I don't, you know, I don't treasure anybody who's in government right now because I, you're constantly playing catch up. It's um, constant. It's, it's, it, it, ours was a really part-time position, but it felt like it was a full-time job because you're constantly trying to keep up with all the social media stuff that was going on and all the things that people, so people would believe social media which was not correct, but they wouldn't actually go to our official page. They believed other pages. And then I mean, what is the problem with news. I did a crazy little thing. I, you know what? I have a thing about a, about conspiracy. It's that's a, an interesting word until it becomes true. I like, know. So you never know what is a conspiracy. I think that's the way that they, people put it down. You know, I, I, and I have these conversations. I'm a stand-up comedian. I'm an actress. I'm a disruptor. And it's fun to look at both sides. You know, we were talking about aliens the other day. I always thought that Americans and the world would come together when an alien landed. Mm -hmm. And then I realized it's a thing called Area 51 that we can't go to. And it's all this crazy. <laughs> and then I look at movies. Movies, to mm -hmm. me, I believe, and you should all listen to this, are the way that certain information can get leaked to us without us freaking out. Mm -hmm. So aliens have landed many times in a lot of, in a lot of movies and we seem to be okay with it. So if ET showed up, we would go, Oh, I kind of get you. We probably want to kill him anyway, because that's what we're taught to do. Anything, but we kind of expect it. Mm -hmm. um, my biggest personal, not a fear, but premonition. And I may or may not live to see it. Uh, I hope I don't, because I don't want to, is mm -hmm. movies like Terminator, Matrix, iRobot, uh, AI, which is where we are going. But in those movies, the humans never end up doing very well. We always lose, mm -hmm. always lose. And yet we are doing exactly what's in the movies. And it blows my mind that nobody wants to, and there's no way to go stop. I think the buses left the station a long time ago. Mm -hmm. But you know, we have robots who are giving interviews and doing work and taking away factory workers and AI is going to take away jobs. And all of a sudden we become very irrelevant, Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, which I just think people should really take notice of. Mm -hmm. We think we're way too important. Watch the matrix unplug. We're not that important. Machines I, almost, can do I almost feel a little bit that like that right now. It's like we're important, but yet when we're, we're told to stay home, it's like, they're looking out for us, but we're just not used to being told what to do. I, I don't know. I haven't quite put my finger on that yet. So, well, and I personally can't quite understand the numbers. I don't understand. I, you know, I'm not in one of the hospitals, so I don't right. get to see all of them, right. which yeah. seems horrible. Yeah. But I do believe as I'm looking at numbers that a lot of people die every day of all kinds of things that we don't seem to care about. Well, my dad died at age 44 of a heart attack and then all his siblings did too. So wow. we have a lot of heart disease in our family. What? Why do you think that was? Was it actual heart disease? Or was it the way they ate, the way they sank, anything yeah. that changed? Yeah. He, when he was younger, he was given high doses of penicillin. Then he started smoking as when penicillin first came out. Then he smoked. And all the way up until about a week or two before he passed, when he had angina and all that stuff that went with it, 
And then actually in his family, he was the youngest. And so it went the youngest to the oldest of who passed away. And, but it was all heart disease. And it was like, all right, so we've got now, so I take extra caution just because of all that. I've of course surpassed age 44 now, way past it, but. And it doesn't surprise me that you wouldn't. So it's an interesting, it's a, it's a math equation. If you drank motor oil, you might die, but because cigarettes and tobacco are big business, it's okay to smoke, even though it says on the package right there, yeah. we'll kill you. Mm-hmm. We still make it legal to buy right. it. Right. So yeah. I can't trust any entity that thinks that that's okay. Right. And I'm going to be honest with you. My husband passed away. It will be 10 years now in July. Well, he had a tattoo. The tattoo turned into hepatitis C. The hepatitis C turned into end-stage liver disease. So do you think I like tattoos? I don't. Only for me. Because I saw what it did to somebody. You know, but there's so many different things in this world that could kill you. You know, you could go out driving and that could kill you. And so when this pandemic pandemic hit, I'm just like, I've lived through, just like you, we've, we've lived through so much. Yes, this is sad. And I do feel horrible. I have lots of family members and friends and family who are in the medical field. But I just don't think it affects me as bad as what it, it would have maybe in the past. I don't know. Well, I completely agree with you. So on January 2nd, love of my life, who's a big fitness bodybuilder, we're going through the, probably the last big career thing at the Arnold Classic, um, was in a motorcycle accident. Not his yeah. fault. Crossed over, guy came out of a bank, didn't see him at 45 miles an hour, bam. Uh, he's still in a wheelchair 13 weeks later. Um, and so we've been pretty much housebound for then. It destroyed his career, literally, it was horrible. But there were some interesting things that came out of that. Like, for example, the guy who hit him had, because Florida has, and I didn't know this, has a minimum. Uh, you'd only need $10,000 if you hit somebody and hurt them and disable them. You only, if you have no belongings, owe $10,000 for your insurance. Oh I'm sorry, you've got $345,000 worth of medical bills and the guy who did it has no responsibility. I'm sorry. I mean, if I were in mm-hmm. legislation right now, here's what I would do. I would mm-hmm. say, look, you want to drive a 6,000 pound vehicle of metal, you would better carry enough $100,000 insurance. And if you can't afford it, you got to take a bus. Yeah, I don't know what no to say. Kidding. Oh my gosh. But you can't. How can we do what we're doing? So, and I, you don't know that until it's too late. Right. So he, yeah, that's been uh, fascinating. We've also been at home for almost two and a half months. I already watched everything on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Damn it. <laughs> but I'm, you know, interesting things that you learn about. So insurance that doesn't work. Uh, a lot of things that just don't quite make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have children? Yes, I do. Yep. I have one and he's 28. Just got married last summer. Wow. Well, I am mm-hmm. sorry that you lost your husband. I have to tell you, I've also been through a lot of, crazy murder. I've had three murders in my personal world. Oh my God. Uh, I've been through a lot. And so you're right. This is like, okay, next. But here's what's confusing. And I'm going to say it is we shut down the entire economy of the world for this. Mm -hmm. I know. Uh, I know. I don't get it either. Someone's got to explain this to me. I know. I don't, I'll be honest with you. I'm the same way. I, I don't get it either. I know this could be huge in an epidemic and so is people not being able to feed their family mm-hmm. or pay their rent or pay their mortgage or, I mean, this, you know, economic crash that happened in 2008, oh, you know, it seems like it's every 10 to 12. This will be the oh. worst thing that we've ever seen. And no one's, 
And again, no one's really offering help. We're offering mythical things going, you'll get a $1,200 check somewhere, someday, some baby, maybe, I don't know, because that's what people seem to do. And I, I don't know. You wrote a book. I did. Why? Uh, because after my husband died, we went through a lot. So that was actually my son's stepdad, but we had been married for quite a while. And um, Cody had went off to college and then I went and got, Cody's my son. So then I went off and got my master's degree and he came home and said, mom, we should write a book together. I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. Cause I knew I had to journal. I knew I had to get all those feelings out, but I didn't want to do it. I was like, nobody wants to know what's going on in here to go down on a piece of paper, you know? So that's how I did it. It was really because of my son. He, he's the one that put the dream in my head and we wrote it and it was uh, published in January of six, 2016. So he's on the back cover with me and then I'm on the front cover of it. So say the title for everyone because I love the title. Go for it. A Woman's Guide to Perseverance. So what are the top? Now we're going to take a break in about 45 seconds here. When we come back, I want you to share with us the top three things that mean if it's a woman's guide to this, what what are the top three things that we should be thinking about? Everybody, you're listening to Forbes Riley rant today, which is good for my soul. Uh-huh. Uh, good thing you don't read my journal every day. Uh, but I love the show once a week. I've got the most amazing team of uh, people from Tacey, my producer, and Jeff to all my guys who actually physically push the buttons and make me sound really good. So a big heartfelt thanks to them. They keep showing up to work because on some level, we're doing good. We, mm-hmm. we touch people. We get you to be inspired and think about things. And Forbes Factor, it's all about health wealth, and dare I say, happiness. Happiness. Don't go away. We'll be right back. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Sophia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. 
are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Forbes Factor, the wildly controversial COVID-19 special breaking news report brought to you from St. Petersburg, Florida. Hey, I got to say thank you to a couple of our sponsors. Uh, if you guys were sponsored by shopspingym.com, if you go there today, this is kind of a cool offer. It's not advertised anywhere. It's just on this show. If you go there today, actually, it's going to be the first 25 people who go to shop Forbes Riley and buy anything from the store, whether you buy my Spingym, whether you buy an Eat Journal or the Immune Buster Vitamin Kit that we have, you're going to get a $100 gift card, good off the price of any hotel that you go to. I've got 25 of these to give away. I'm going to stick it as an extra bonus so that when we can travel again, you can have $100 off. It's a great idea. Um, I'm launching that right here, right now. You need to be the first 25 people to go to shopforbesriley.com. I've got all range of prices and everything's very affordable. But one, you know, get yourself a spin gym because every day at noon, we are live and free on Zoom. That's right. I personally, which I haven't done in years, teach a class every day. We're hot and sweaty. We're looking great. My arms are like, it's unbelievable what's happened. I forgot how good my arms could look, but we've been doing this for three weeks now. And I've got like arms of steel. Uh, I don't think I'd work this hard and it's exciting. So for that, you just want to go to the ForbesRileyFitClub.com and uh, it's a 15 minute workout. And you will sweat, you will work on your abs, your core, your back, your stretching, you're in and out, and you get a $100 gift card off any hotel around the world. This is, a, this is an amazing little special bonus that I, was, uh, that I purchased to give, just to pass on to people, because we're all kind of hurting. And one of the challenges that I put out in my Spin Gym Challenge was let's start thinking about vacation spots we're going to. Let's start putting it on our vision board. Uh, I've been at home for way too long. Most of you only been home for three weeks. I've been kind of stuck in my house since January 2nd when my fiance was hit by a car. So uh, I'm ready to go. Yeah. All right. So, Ms. Joe, you were about to show us the cover of your book. Oh, show yep. It. Here it is. So this is the cover of my book. It's available on Amazon or through my website as well. And my website is just joehosman.com. And then this is my beloved son right there. He's the one that was my inspiration. So he's the one that came home and said, hey, mom. Well, he's my only son, actually, <laughs> but he's the one that came home and said, we should write a book together. And honestly, it was from a professor that he had at college that that professor wrote a book, too, and about widow, about widowers, men. And um, so I'm like, yeah, so a lot of this stuff, and he wrote the foreword to it, and then I did the rest of it. It's kind of our life during, before, during, and after my late husband. And just how you can conquer and you ha- how you can get through tough times and how it seems like when we're in tough times like what we are right now, it does, doesn't seem like it's ever going to get better. But in reality, it does. It will. And it does. And, you know, you just made me think about this because I just listened to two stories. You talk about turning off the news. You know, that's kind of a double edged sword. You have to turn on the news to find out that things are going on. Yeah. Uh, but you can't dwell on the news. I learned that the hard way. I turned on the news yesterday morning and cried all day. Mm-hmm. It was about two women whose both of their husbands had succumbed to COVID-19. And I guess one drove her husband to the hospital, was going to go park the car 
And then they wouldn't let her in and he passed away. Right. And she is not having, she can't comprehend what's happened because mm-hmm. uh, she didn't get to say goodbye. And I watched this and I just, I was bawling my eyes out. So I'm thinking that one, we should find some women like that and gift your book to them because mm-hmm. they are in crisis right now. Absolutely. So if you know somebody who's lost someone that they love, the fact that it is before, during and after uh, coping skills that uh, maybe we get Joe to give a couple of, you know, if you email me and say, hey, look, I know someone who would benefit from this. Uh, I think that would be a great gift to give someone. Absolutely. And I actually also do, I used to be on the board of directors. I stepped back now, but now I do a couple of Facebook lives a, um, a month, but we have a, a group called Hope for Widows. And it's just a very private group. Nobody else can see, but a lot of people in there sharing, you know, they're sharing and we're caring and we're there for them. And it really is a blessed thing. So, and I go in there and I do Facebook lives twice a month in there. And then some of the other people do Facebook lives and, so we're really in there to help other widows. So definitely. And I, however many you want, I'm willing to give away because you know what? It's a blessing to, unfortunately, I'm at where I'm at, but it's also a blessing to be able to give back. Because I remember right after my husband died, I thought if I could help one person and he was a veteran, but I thought if I could, help, first of all, I thought if I could help one veteran, which then turned into if I could just help more veterans and more people. And that's really where the book has come into and where I've been speaking before. So it's, it's, yeah, absolutely. Anybody who writes in, I'm more than happy to give away. I'll send it even, no worries. So. Well, and I very, very much appreciate that. You know, I raised a young man for 12 years in my life who was my son on some level and he was murdered. And the interesting thing about that is, and I heard this, I'll never forget the gentleman who said this. There is no word for that. You mentioned several times that you're a widow or a widower, Mm -hmm. or in my case, I've lost both my parents or I'm an orphan. But when you lose a child, it's so devastating. They never created a word for it. Right. That's right. I have many friends who have lost children and they're, yeah, there's nothing, you know, and and it's hard. And so I, I, I'm truly sorry for that because I, like I said, I've known many or several, not many, but it's just, it's devastating. Well, but you say that, and I'm going to go very back to the first thing I said at the beginning of the show. You can't let it be devastating. It is something that happened, something that happens, and how you move forward, how you dedicate helping other people, helping yourself, helping their memory. I've lost so The year before last, it was just almost too many to count. And you're like, this can't be happening. And then somebody reminded me, said, you know, Forbes, you have too many friends. You have a lot of friends. You're going to lose a lot of friends. Uh Uh-huh. And I thought to myself, there's a, a twisted irony to that, you know? Isn't that, yeah. Isn't that weird? It's like, yeah, I can see that too. But, you know, and what I always think is when I do lose somebody, I'm like, and this is how I rationalize it. They're in a better place. I'm not in a better place, but I'm also in a better place because I knew them and I loved on them. And we were either friends, family, whatever the case may be. But, and then I, I feel at peace about it because I know that life goes on and I know that it's sad for the time being, but also that greater things can come because of it. Even in their memory, a lot of things I do now are in my husband's memory. Um, and even though I've moved on and all that, but it's still. Here's the thing that we're all going through right now. Everyone's like, I can't wait for it to go back the way it was. Nothing's ever going back. No, exactly. exactly. You know what? And if we had, the reason that you're so sad or I get so sad is because of our society way that taught us how we deal with death. Mm -hmm. In other cultures, they celebrate, they light them on Mm -hmm. fire, they send them out to the, I don't know what they do, Mm -hmm. but everybody's way of dealing with it is not the way we're taught to deal with it. Whereas this 
horrible thing as opposed to celebrating somebody's life and everybody passes. It's like, mm-hmm. could we just maybe shift? And again, I'm not saying this is easy. I, 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 I've been lost it many times, but what if we thought differently? We need to think differently about life right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. Yeah. yeah, it's all going to be different. We're going to come out of this in a month or two or three or four, and we're not moving to anything that looked like the world before. Right, right. Whoa, we hate change. I think we as a culture, <laughs> this is going to be fascinating to watch. But I'm also a study of human psychology. I was an actress, right? That's what we do. Mm-hmm. I think this is fascinating. You know, just think about it in this perspective. And this is one reason, guys, thank you for tuning into the podcast. I advise you to find a Facebook group, a live group, a Zoom group. There are people out there everywhere. They're talking, they're teaching. I've got this weekend. If you email me, I'll send you, I'm doing two big speeches with lots and lots of people. It's a fascinating time right now. I've been doing Zoom forever. All of a sudden, you guys caught up to me. Yeah, exactly. That's the same way. I've been doing Zoom forever. All of a sudden, it's like people are like, oh, what's this thing called Zoom? I'm like, oh, my God, I've been on it for why years. Why didn't I buy stock in Zoom? Exactly. I think the same thing. I'm like, why didn't it I do it? It went from 20 million users to 200 million users. I know. Okay. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. I was the same way. I'm like, finally, because I started a virtual assistant business back in the early 2000s. And, you know, just, I've been virtual for so many years. I'm just like, no big deal. You know, but right. now people are finally starting to all kind of shift where they had to. But yeah, I'm the same way. Do I've been on here forever. So yeah, it's, it's a great platform, but people also miss their interaction face-to-face too. So I get that. Yeah, you try, you know what, you want weirdness? Go to the store and, you know, stand six feet away no. from people. I, I mean, I had this. This tape in my head yesterday, there was Taco Tuesday, and they gave away free tacos. So I did the drive-thru for my kids, and I only had cash. I took the cash out. She was the girl behind the window was not wearing gloves. I handed her my cash, and now what's she going to do? She's handing me back cash that I don't know where the cash has been. And coins, I'm like, could you keep the coins? I don't want the coins because the coins are what sticks to the, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then I took it, and I'm like, oh, no. All right. Then I said to myself, this was my, like, okay, I have the cash. Put the cash on the floor. No, I'm putting your pocketbook. Put it on the floor. Don't even look at it. And then touch the steering wheel and don't touch your face. And the whole way I'm going home, I'm like, don't touch your face. Don't touch your face. Yeah. The- I know. I wow. Know. I know. You have to really think now. I mean, I was going to go look at a rent, a, a potential rental property yesterday. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. No. I, you know, it's, it's like all of a sudden you have to think about it and take, you know, Clorox wipes with you. Anyway, we did a virtual tour of it. But I'm just like, I just can't, I can't, you know, I just don't want to go and do those kind of things, but I still love going through drive up. I still love, you know, well, we still have to go to the grocery store. Well, What's really so weird is when people walk all the way around you at the grocery store, you're like, oh, wait, yeah, that is society today right now. So, right. And it is definitely out of a movie and it feels surreal. And I think that's kind of cool. I think it's kind of funny. I was actually watching Handmaid's Tale this summer and freaking myself out. Mm-hmm. Handmaid's Tale is about a society that completely gets disrupted, becomes dystopian. And you, and they watched it happen. And I swear to God, I'm feeling I'm living the mood, the TV series, because they couldn't understand that this was real and they couldn't understand it, couldn't understand it. So it was way too late. And then it was like, wow, did this all happen? Mm-hmm. Did you watch what happened in February going, we're letting, how does this happening? How is it happening? And now it's like here mm-hmm. and we all social distance and we all don't do things and we're not going to work. Wow. That happened really fast. Yeah, it so did. I'm going to ask you in the few minutes that I have before the show closes to do me a couple of things. Turn on the news once or twice to learn what's going on. Don't dwell on it. It will not serve you well. 
and then seek to find your own truth. Stay at home. That seems to be a very good idea. It seems to be people, but also stay aware, stay healthy within your house. Try to eat good food. Try to think good thoughts. Stay connected and reach out to people. Don't take everything for face value. Exactly. Would you like to last few minutes, leave a couple of words of wisdom from my audience? Yes, absolutely. So what I always tell, it's definitely, and I love all those points because you have to stay healthy and you have to, you know, eat right. Of course, we've always known that, but to me, it's more prevalent. Now I cook more now than I ever have in my life, I think. So, which is good for me. But what I always tell people is you are stronger than what you give yourself credit for. You really, really are. And, you know, we've already survived our worst days and we'll survive this too. So what I always say, take a day at a time. If that's too much, you take an hour at a time. If that's too much, you take a minute at a time. But you celebrate those small victories. I remember after, you know, some troubled times in my life, I remember cleaning the bathroom, for goodness sakes, and felt so good about myself. I was, and I don't like cleaning. And a friend of mine called me. I have the cleanest closets I've ever had in my life right now. me too. And I'm just like, my friend called, and I'm like, I just cleaned the bathroom. And to me, it was just like, so joyous. So celebrate those small victories because it really, really will lead up to the bigger victories. And, you know, this too shall pass and we will move on to greater days. Thank you for that. And my thought is the reality of all of this is pray for the people who are on the front lines, your nurses, your doctors, your first responders. There are people out there who are seeing things they've never seen before and putting their own lives, their own family at risk. And no matter what, I, my heart is so proud for people who do good for other people. Yes. Yes. Me too. And you know, the truck drivers, the grocery store people, the small businesses trying to survive, everybody who's out there trying to make this the best. And yes, our, our healthcare people, I mean, my hat's off to them. That's all I can tell you because they are doing a fantastic job. So yes, blessings to everybody. Thank you for for having uh, me. You are such a dear show your book one more time. I've got about 30 seconds to close. A woman's guide to perseverance. Yep, we got on and then that's my boy in the back. Well, thank you guys so very much. And mine is everyone's got to have a book apparently in today's world. What have you formed lately? Yay! If you to form something means to manifest it, especially when no one else thinks it's possible. So my advice to you is go out and manifest a life that is worth sharing and worth writing about Mm -hmm. and become a guest on my show. That's always one of my dreams. I love hearing from you guys as always. Share it on iTunes or wherever. Tell people that this was an amazing inspirational show. And for you guys, I cannot wait to hear and talk to you guys next week. You can find me on all the social medias. And until then, au revoir. (laughs) (laughs) Take care. Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.